2017 was just a year of frustration for the Green Bay Packers. With 2018 comes a new regime with General Manager Brian Gutekunst. With passion comes a new day. Pack-A-Day, your source for Packers news and notes from the best writers in the Dairy State. So throw on your cheese heads. Here are your hosts, Mark Eckel and Jake Turner. With the ghosts of Lombardi wiping away the 2017 season, it's a new time, it's a new season, it's a new podcast. It's Pack-A-Day, 24-7, 365 days a year where you can find the best in Packers news. I'm Jake Turner, and tonight my co-host and my partner in crime, 32 years he covered the NFL and the Philadelphia Eagles. But the craziest thing, he has always been a proud Packer fan, and he has also worked with the great Bob McGinn, and it's Mark Eckel. And Mark, how you doing tonight? I'm good, Jake, and like you said, uh, for 32 years I, I covered a team in green, but, but not the team in green that I uh, <laughs> cared the most about. Yes, the one that only has one Super Bowl championship, so I completely yeah, get that. Yeah, year after I stopped covering <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mark, it's a pleasure to have you here, and I'm looking forward to some really great uh, podcasts coming up in the next uh, couple months here. So, 2017 pushed out of the way. Dom Capers fired. Mike Penton comes in. He gets Patrick Graham, the Giants D-line coach, to become the new linebacker coach. Jake Ryan had a good year, but Blake Martinez was the big one. But which battle are you looking at the most right now for either Jake Ryan or Blake Martinez with the new blood coming in? Well, I think I think Martinez is pretty safe. I mean, I yeah. would, I'd be surprised. If, I mean, after the year he had, after the big big jump that he took from his rookie year to mm-hmm. year two, which is what you want to see out of a, out of a player. I, I think Martinez will be on the field a lot. Of, I mean, he'll be out there. A lot. Let's, let, let, I know passing down, running down. I think he'll be out there. I do think the third round draft pick, Oren Burks, is going to take a lot of time away from Jake Ryan. I, mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll be surprised. If, I mean, they didn't draft Burks in the third round for, for no reason. They they liked something that they that they saw in him. Uh, he's a good cover linebacker, which I think the Packers uh, lacked a little bit there from the inside linebacker spot last year. Yeah. Um, how, how many times did we see pass over the middle running backs out of the backfield, tight ends, whatever? Um, <laughs> I lost count. I think Burks, I, I think Burks can can help that. Um, I think he'll I think he'll start off being in the nickel probably. Ryan will still mm-hmm. start be out there on first down. But by you know by the middle of the year, toward the end of the year, it would, if Burks was playing well, it wouldn't shock me um, to see him move in and the starting linebackers beat be Blake Martinez and, and Oren Burks. Let's talk about Blake Martinez. In 2016, he only had 69 tackles. 2017, he jumped amazingly to 144, and now you got Pettin and Graham coming in. This has got to be an embarrassment of riches right now for Martinez going forward. Yeah, well, the one thing, you know, I know Pettin a little bit. He's from Bucks County, Pennsylvania, which is where I lived mm-hmm. before I moved. Um, so I know a little bit about his, his – I watched him kind of grow up a little bit, more or less. And, um mm-hmm. If you know, if you notice what he did when he was with Rex Ryan with the Jets, and even when he was with the Bills, his inside linebackers are much more active um, than a lot of teams that play a three-four. A lot of teams in a three-four, and we saw it with the Packers and Capers, who kind of copied the, the old Steelers system three-four. Absolutely, your your outside linebackers do all the pass rushing, and your inside linebackers, you know, they cover, they they, they stop the run, they they do all the dirty work kind of stuff. Well, no. And Penn's defenses, his inside linebackers, they will blitz. They will they will go be active. 
who'll be expecting you know some plays to be made from from inside linebackers, and I, and I think that helps with Blake Martinez, who I think is kind of a playmaker. Um, I think it helps Burks as well. Um, and, I, and don't be surprised. I I mean I don't know this. I'm not. I'm not. Like no one's told me this, but don't be surprised if Clay Matthews doesn't get some time in, inside. We've seen him do huh. it before with success. And if if a if a Vince Beagle or a, or a Reggie Gilbert yeah. show that that they deserve some time outside, I think Clay will get a little bit of break every once and again. But I think he may also you may see them line up, you know, play inside at, at times, or, or or maybe a guy like Beagle just to get on the field. Um, maybe they move him inside because it's not it's not what it used to be. I think um, mm-hmm. I, I think Tenton wants four athletes out there at, mm-hmm. at, at linebacker, four guys that can. That can blitz and cover and, and do a lot of things. Yeah, that was one guy I was flat out impressed with last year was Reggie Gilbert. Coming off the outside, he had a lot of speed. Really definitely showed that he was getting better. And it could definitely because the one thing that is the greatest thing about the inside linebacker position this year is Petten likes so much opportunity to blitz and use that speed off the edge here. But now on the inside, they want to shut down that running game. So which one is more equipped to be doing that, Burks or Jake Ryan? Oh, Ryan's better against the run, I would think, right? Well, he had 82 tackles in 2016, and he had 81 in 2017. But keep in mind, he also had some injuries to deal with as well. Right. So that's my I, curiosity I, I, I because... Is, well, the thing okay. is, Mark, is that, you know, I like Owen Burks. I really do. He came out of Vanderbilt. His tackles were up to 80 from 59 in 2016, but I got to look at Jake Ryan because I really liked what I saw in 2016. So I really don't feel like Jake Ryan should be watching his back. I think he still has the starting job, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, I do too. I, like I said like at, at the beginning, I think Ryan is going to be out there on first down. Okay. I think when, when, they, when, they, when they go nickel, um, when, when it's obvious passing situation, I think Ryan, well, Ryan would, would normally come out anyway. But mm-hmm. now you could put a Burks in. I mean, from what I got, and I didn't see a lot of Vanderbilt last year, but just what I know after the Packers took Burks, and I watched, you know, I, I looked him up and, you know, I asked about him. Mm-hmm. He's a, like I said, he's a pretty good coverbacker. He can, you know, and he, and he can, you know, he has some athleticism to him. He, he can run. Um, I mean, like I said, they, they drafted him in the third. I mean, there were a lot of good players still on the board in the third round. Absolutely. And, and they and a lot of positions of need for the Packers as well. And they, you know, they must like something about this kid. I mean, he, let's be honest, of, of their three guys that we're talking about, Ryan, Martinez, and Burks, Burks was the highest draft pick. Of, you know, he, he was a third rounder. Mar, Martinez and Ryan were both fourth rounders, right? Or was Ryan even a fifth rounder? Right. No, you're abs- no, nope, you're right about that. And then Fackrell was uh, sixth round. I would talk about that for a moment here. I, I want to talk about the later picks. Because I really like this kid out of Southeast Missouri State, and that's Kendall Donerson. I've heard that this guy has an absolute motor. But in the inside linebacker, I mean, you got to imagine right now, you got a new coaching staff coming in here, and that new blood is not going to just be looking at Ryan, Martinez, and Burks, but this is good opportunity for guys like Ahmad Thomas and Paris Bennett as well, agreed? Oh, sure. I mean, like you said, when, when a new staff comes in, they don't owe anybody anything. They don't, yeah. they don't know. I mean, I mean, sure, they watched film and they saw Blake Martinez had a good year, but it wasn't for them and it wasn't in their system. So you're right. I mean, again, we're just speculating camp hasn't even opened yet. Um, <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, and so we're saying Martinez and Ryan and, and Burke sort of leaders, but you're right. Any one of these late, I mean, we've seen it before. We've seen guys come out of nowhere. Um, 
the guy we just mentioned earlier, Reggie Gilbert. You know, he, mm-hmm. he was undrafted. You know, spent a year. But I think these lower guys. I mean, first thing that they have to do is prove their worth on special teams. They have to be yeah. make the team first. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Martinez and Ryan are making. I think are making the team. These Obviously, guys have to first make the team. Mm-hmm. And once they make the team, if they show something in, in the preseason games, uh, in the daily practices, well, sure, I think a Patton's going to say, hey, I like this kid. I like him better than Reiner. I like him better. And, you know, if that's the case, they're going to play the best players. That's that's what they're, you know, that's what it's all about, getting your, your best players on the field. How big is the inside linebacker position from last year to this year? Because you talked about this, Don Capers had a copy of the Steelers' defense that Dick LeBeau did so majestically and was taught by and was learned by Capers by this point, but it was more of a carbon copy. Now, Patton is a blitz guy. He's a 3-4 guy. But what makes him different compared to Capers' system? Well, first of all, let's, uh, I mean, we're, we're talking inside linebackers, but yeah, Capers, like I said, Capers was your classic... A lot, you know, a lot of teams have copied that Pittsburgh because those guys have gone all, all, all over the league. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh still still does it under Mike Tomlin. Oh, they're without a, question. I mean, their their defense is your your three defensive linemen are, are kind of traffic cops. They they tie mm-hmm. up the traffic and let the outside linebackers come in and, and get the sacks. And and and, and in, in all those defenses, the, the sack leaders are always the, the outside guys getting you know anywhere from ten to eighteen sacks a year, whatever it is. And then you get a couple sprinkled in here and there. And that old Jets defense, it wasn't like that. First of all, you're you're going to see much more activity up front, and that's that's actually the strength of the Packers. I think of the defense is, you know, Wilkinson, um, Clark, and Daniels. You're going to see them. They're not there just to tie up traffic now. They're there to go after the quarterback. I mean, Penton, Penton's defense creates much more inside pressure. I mean, he still wants the outside. Don't, don't get me wrong. Nick Perry and Clay Matthews are still going to be mm-hmm. coming coming after a quarterback, but. It's going to be easier for them because they're going to quarterback is going to be flushed out. I mean, hope in, in a perfect world that inside pressure being from the three guys that put their hands down, or a Mike Martinez coming up the middle, or an Orrin Hatch come, uh, Orrin Hurts coming up the middle, is going to put more pressure on the quarterback and make the, make life easier for a Matthews and Perry who might just walk into to a, to a handful of sacks. How much more important is it to shut down the short passing game? We're talking crosses out patterns and try to take that pressure off guys like Josh Jones who was playing every different position possible and now you got these inside linebackers speed is very important to Petten so how important is it to really shut down the middle of the field with these inside linebackers oh I mean you watch the games last year how many times this that, that this defense last year which wasn't very good as we know but it's terrible if you I mean it, if you go, if they played in the CFL, they'd have been great because first down and second down, they they were fine. How many times was it, what was it? Third and eight, third and nine. Third down well, every time, Mark. It was like clockwork. They, they would find down. a way to blow it. Yep. I mean, time after time, and they were. I mean, they 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 would you know a loss on first down, a loss on second down. Now it's third and long. <laughs> they are perfect. And 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 I blame a combination of things. Okay. For that. I mean. I think you have to put it on some of it goes on the coaching staff, which is why yeah. a lot of them aren't, aren't there anymore. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of it goes on the players themselves for not making the play, whether it's getting to the quarterback with pressure, whether it's blowing a, a, a coverage. But I think part of it also was a lack of depth on the Packer mm-hmm. defense. I, I don't think when they went to their, their nickel or their dime, the players out there just maybe weren't good enough. 
I think they've added to that depth. I think the, I think the secondary is much better now, much deeper. And I think adding a guy like Burks adds a, adds some depth to what we're talking about, the inside linebackers. And if one of these kids steps up, and like I also said, I think you'll see at times, especially if a Gilbert or a Beagle, and I'm hearing good, a lot of good things about Beagle, if one of them is showing that they belong on the field on a third down, say, well, you're not taking play off the field, so you move him inside where he's shown he can be a very good player, and you can blitz him from the inside just as easily as you can blitz him from the outside, because like I said, Patton likes to blitz from the inside, so, so you could have a lot, I mean, Patton will have a lot of versatility, and I think that's important yes. in his defense, depending on who he has on the field. You could have Clay blitz and, you know, Burks drop back in coverage if, if they're the two inside linebackers on the third down, or you could, you know, have all have everything. You, have, you have a full house blitz except like you know six guys eight guys whatever you want to do I mean uh, you'll see I, I think you'll see a lot more creative blitzes um, from all over from a, from a Mike Penton defense than, than you did from a Dom Capers defense we're running a little short on time here but what kind of okay. blitz are you really excited to see that we have not seen in past Packer defenses that Penton is going to bring to the table for this year's defense the one that gets the quarterback. <laughs> well, obviously. But no, like, is it going to be exotic? Is it going to no, be straightforward think, is what I'm asking. Yeah, I think it's going to be not just the blitz. I think you're going to see – I think you, you're, you're going to see the, the, the combination of Daniels, Clark, and Wilkinson mm-hmm. combined for maybe close to – I'm going to say 25 sacks. If not, yeah, I'm, I'm, those three guys could – will combine for 25 sacks this year. How's that? Is that I, putting it out there? Is it, I is like it. it. Well, is I mean... It, too high now? No, I don't think it's too high because NFL Spin Zone said that Muhammad Wilkerson could be a dark horse MVP this year. I mean, I, I know that's a hot take, but we kind of need hot takes on defense. I, and that, that's one thing because our defense has been it, – it's been garbage. Okay, I'm just going to flat out come out and say it. Last year we were 31st in pass defense the, and 31st in scoring defense. We were dead last in points allowed. The following year we were 31st in pass. We were 26th. We were 28th. It, it's a mess. And this is what exactly we definitely need. And with these inside linebackers, we could create that nasty front seven for the future – so Packer fans don't have anything to fret and try and get back to the Super Bowl. Agreed? Oh, 100%. All right. 100% and, agreed. Yeah. And so, speak- yeah, I think you're going to see I think you're going to see a much more aggressive defense. I, think mm-hmm. I hope you see a much more sound yeah. defense. I mean, that was a problem last year, too. I, don't, I think there were a lot of blown coverages, blown assignments. Mm-hmm. How many times did they have they, they had a call on timeout because they, they, they only had 10 guys on the field or they had 12 guys on the field? That's, that's just... And that's, it was always, not, and it was not, always in the crucial parts of the game. It was always the moments where it was like, okay, this is a big move for the players, for the Packers, and suddenly timeout, and we're like, what, what, what is going on here? And that's why guys lose jobs. I mean, let's be honest. Yes. Uh, when you're ranked, like you said, with all the numbers that you just read, the 31s and the 28s, and then the lack of discipline, the lack of the making of mistakes. That's that's why coaches aren't here anymore and you have new guys like Mike Patton and, and, and his group in. So hopefully I think the Packers will be coached better. I think they they've added depth to the defense. Mm-hmm. I think a guy like I think a guy like Burks is gonna make is gonna have a rookie impact on this team. And like I said, I think you're gonna I and I could be wrong here, but I believe you're gonna see 
a lot of versatility in the linebacker position. I think, like I said, I think Clay Matthews could could see some time inside. Maybe Beagle gets time inside if mm-hmm. he can do it. Um, I mean, I, I can't wait for camp to start to see how they're going to line that Me neither. up. Well, Mark, it sounds like, you know, I mean, you covered the Eagles for 32 years. Now you get to cover your favorite team, and it looks like we started off this Pack-A-Day podcast 24-7, 365 days a year, off to a really great start because training camp, as you mentioned before, it starts July 26th. They got the family night August 4th. So right now, Packer fans, we are giving you the blueprint to the players to watch out for on Packers family night even so you can have a good feel on the future of this defense going forward. And, Mark, unfortunately, we're running on the clock here a little bit. But uh, definitely we're going to be back next week. Me and Mark Eckel, he covered 32 years with the Eagles. Now he is a he's a proud Packer fan. I mean, some of the stories that... I'm also the copy key for BobMcGinnFootball.com, which every Packer fan should be looking forward to, to another year of that as well. Say that loud and proud, Mark, because that is what, clearly one of the best writers ever to cover the Packers. So, as you can see here on Packaday, we got the best in the business. This is your source for Packers news. But, like I said, we're running low on time here. So, for Mark Eckel, I'm Jake Turner. We'll see you next week, Packer fans, for more Packaday Podcasts.